Hello everybody and welcome to the Theatre Pitch Podcast Season 2. Season 2. We got there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got there. We're finally here. We're back. We're more competitive in the podcast where we take a random online encyclopedia article every episode and we each come up with a pitch of how we would turn it into a theatre show. So... I am your host, Jem. This is Sean. How how are you doing, Sean? I'm 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 really good. I'm really good. I'm disappointed yes. by your lack of enthusiasm and excitement for the new intro and graphic that you could clearly see. I am so so excited for the intro and the and, and the new graphics. You've worked really hard on it, and I really like it. All right, Jem. All right. There you go. Does that help? <laughs> Um, it's better <laughs> than your is... first reaction to it, yeah. I mean, you did, yeah. Oh, shush. <laughs> Joe, how are you doing? Are you feeling? Are you feeling uh, as sensitive about graphics as Sean is? Well, you know, I'm feeling pretty good, and I'm glad that you finally introduced me because, unlike Sean, I know the rules that with these things you don't talk until the host introduces you. So, you hey. Know. Like I'm, I'm feeling good that we're already sticking to the rules, keeping it like uh, no breaks whatsoever. It's all good. See now, I, uh, I, I, I'm gonna stop you there, Joe, because I think a little birdie has told me that season two meant that I got so competitive. I'm wearing my actual pitching shirt that I do most of my pitches in because it gives me confidence. Sean is wrestle- is wearing his wrestling t-shirt in competition. We've both prepared a lot of things because that's what you do with a pitch. Joe, how's your prep been going? How's the following of the rules of creating a pitch before the show going, Joe? Can I just oh, stop you there? Um... Can I just stop, Joe? Right. That is not why I'm wearing this t-shirt. Okay. It's not because I'm competitive. Right, I'll explain later while I'm wearing this T-shirt when someone says what the topic is. I'm not competitive, Gemma. I just have the best pitches. <laughs> okay, it's not my fault. Yeah, I was going to say, I have two statements to make for this, as always. One being, one, who out there expected me to start preparing this season? And two, you only need to prepare and treat it as a competition if you think there's a chance you'll lose. Oh, 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 fighting oh, words. I'm, 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 yeah, okay. Well, shots fired this early on. I believe uh, it was let, Sun Tzu let... said that originally. <laughs> <laughs> if if um, anyone can find out if Sun Tzu did say that and send it in, I'll be amazed. And in the meantime, my soul will just continue to die and whoever brings in the evidence that Joe is right will just continue to step on my trodden competitive soul. <laughs> and on that lovely, lovely note, Joe, do you want to tell us what this episode is all about? Well, if... I assume Sean will have put it somewhere in the wonderful graphics around us by now. Thank but... you, Joe. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Today's episode is all about the flag of Chicago. Chicago is the... Is it the capital? It doesn't say that here. Chicago is a city in Illinois, one of the 50 states of the United States of America. The flag consists of two blue horizontal bars, or stripes, on a field of white. Each bar one-sixth the height of the full flag and placed slightly less than one-sixth the way up from the top and bottom. Four bright red stars with six sharp points each are set side by side, close together, in the middle third surface of the flag. 
So I, if you I, can't see the flag, you can now imagine it perfectly. I love how podcast friendly that description of a flag was. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, if you haven't seen this flag and you don't have access to online searching capabilities, then here's the flag in your head. I just I just hope that you understand what an inch is. <laughs> <laughs> if if you're in the metric system, you're still screwed. Yeah, if you don't know what an inch is, it's a few centimeters. Yeah. Two and a half, I think. <laughs> that's the technical master of it. A few. A few. Yeah, that's the technical More term. than a couple, right. less than a lot. So, how did we find creating this show and creating the pitch for this show? Sean, are you as excited as I think you are? No, I... It, it was weird getting back into it, to be honest with you. After, after the, um... After we took a bit of a break, going back to this, I was like, oh, yeah, I'd be well into this. And then I was like, oh, I've got other stuff to do. I'm going to play Fortnite for a little bit. And then then eventually <laughs> I, got, I got into it. I got into it. I think yeah, um, I think I've Sean, got a good Just going forward, along with online um, encyclopedia and online searching capabilities, can we please refer to it as massively multiplayer online shooting game? I, I, I want to avoid any kind of copyright suits here. Okay. I mean, I was yeah. playing I was playing that two week game for quite a while. <laughs> and then um and then, and then and then I got back into this. I've got something good. I think I've got something good. I'm trying to be more grounded this season. Okay. So so like if I go big, I'm trying to find like I've gone big, but it's been done in real life. I'm trying to find examples. I also found like some re- yeah. I'm I'm ready. I done some good in. I got done some good research. I quite like the flag. I quite like the city and the people that came out of the city. So I'm all I'm all ready to go. Boo boo boo. See, yes. I like the city. The short answer to your original question was yes. I have enjoyed coming up with an idea for this show. <laughs> I love I love how uh, you have spent the whole of the break being like when we get back to. Theatre Pitch Podcast Season 2. Gemma, you are not allowed to talk as much. You have to be concise with your answers. We're going to we're gonna put limits on, on, on pitches so that you don't talk too much. And Sean took how long to say yes? I'm excited. I think I think you found that the, the gem rule is based on the pitches, not the intro. So I can go Fair as enough. long as I want here. Talking of the pitches, <laughs> Sean, Jem, who wants to go first? You. I think Sean should go first. You. Joe. What, me? Joe, you go yeah. first. Okay, in that case, fine, <laughs> I will. So my pitch is based on the fact that, as I previously stated, there are four stars upon the flag of Chicago. But a large portion of this online encyclopedia article are arguments for the reasoning that they could include a fifth star Reasons including, um, Linton not here to Chicago's contrib- contribution to the nuclear age, in honour of the first African-American mayor of Chicago, Harold Washington, or in tribute to the Chicago flood of 1992. So my thinking is doing a show that's kind of, it's an anthology piece with a framing device around a discussion of quite simply the notion of having a fifth star and what this fifth star could add to the city of Chicago. And it, I really want to get into what the flag represents because I think it's far more of an American thing for 
the flags of individual states of individual cities to actually mean something there. Whereas I think here we very much have, um, you know, I think the only one off the top of my head I could actually name in terms of beyond country flags in the UK is that Essex has a flag with three swords on it. That's the only one I could name in terms of district, county. Like I couldn't even name Birmingham's one. And I really want to get into what it means, the fact that it's the four stars on there, that it's getting into what this design means to the people, getting into the history behind all of the possible reasons that they could include a fifth star, and kind of breaking it down into the human elements of what they represent. Any questions? Okay. Um, so what's the show, Joe? Um, what's the show? It's a series of short pieces about the... Um, arguments and the stories behind what each of the fifth star reasons could represent ultimately resolving in um the audience themselves deciding should there be a fifth star and i'm guessing what that fifth star should represent yeah yeah i like that i like that because that was a ri- that was originally when, when i started looking into it i was like oh fifth star <laughs> um so i was just about to say joe doesn't cornwall have a a white cross on a black background um it might do i've no idea but i will take I your word does. for it and i also yorkshire think the black is, con- is, is oh yorkshire's got one Ooh. i was like yorkshire's got like a white flower on a blue background isn't it oh yeah of course there's the white and red roses of yorkshire and lancashire i may have got those in the wrong order sorry if i did please don't send me back to birmingham and the black country <laughs> more like pretty much dudley has got this weird flag where it's three chains. So it's like a chain there, a chain there, and then one in the middle. And then it's like red on one side and black on the other side to represent like that poem where it's like the skies were red in the night and they were black during the day in the black country during the um, Industrial Revolution. Yeah, that's what that flag Uh, is. And I know that because I go to the Black Country Museum too much but anyway <laughs> the, diff- the, the, the point the point joe was making the real difference is that um even though we've got all these flags british people don't really give a shit about where they're from let's be honest if you go somewhere and you go yeah oh, where are you from oh, no, i'm from it, birmingham and they go yeah it's yeah. a bit shit i would disagree i would disagree because if 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 anybody turned around and said Birmingham was shit or Yorkshire was shit or whatever. You might you can say if you're from that area you can say it's shit. But if anybody else calls it you, you English people get really defensive about it. Yeah, but I think in the same way there's less of a kind of there's less of a fervency to the patriotism of um or the kind of everyday patriotism. I don't want this to get into extreme kind of like full-on kind of God bless America, um, hoist the flag jingoism. But I think it's more about, it's like, there isn't this same love of the kind of like, um, you know, it's the fact that every state in America will have its own flag. Every city will have its own flag. Most of the states have mottos. They have official state birds. It's, there is so much of a love of tradition and of culture and of representation of the different microcosmic areas of America that I want to do one that is ultimately representative of something of the spirit of Chicago and of the reasoning behind why their flag 
matters so much to them because you also got to remember that one fact that I'm sure will come up again later in this podcast of um, Chicago's flag was behind Washington, D.C., voted the second greatest flag in all of America. So this is a flag that this isn't just a state they're proud of. This is a flag they're proud of. The considering and this I turned around is, this and is a, said I don't like it. Yeah, and also before you ask, in um, my regional spotlight theater on um, local theaters for this week, um, yes, this will be performed at the Goodman Theater on Dearborn Street in Chicago. Ooh. Which, Ooh. if you take a moment to Google it, it's a beautiful local theater. Ooh. Okay. Very kind of radical in its politics. Um, supports local artists, independent artists. Good on you, Goodman. Okay, right. So we'll close that pitch off. Now, Sean, I'll do go you want to go next? Or I'll go I, next. I've, I've got one mine, that segues. Okay, mine, you go next. Mine's in, in the similar vein to Joe's, where oh, Joe's is okay. um, sort of representing what the flag could become with that fifth star. Mine's very much um, about what the flag is. Now, in my research, um, Joe Joe touched on it, that it was voted the second most popular flag in America. And the reason why it's voted the second most popular flag in America is because everyone in Chicago loves the shit out of this flag. And it's not just because it's a good flag. It's a really, really good flag when you compare it to like all the other state flags. And all the other state flags are a bag of shit. Like Especially when we have to bear in mind here this is a city flag. This isn't even yeah. a state flag. That's how beloved it is. Awful. And it this flag is that good. I found a TED talk about flags. Amazing. And this guy Basically, went on for about five minutes about what a flag should be. He said it should be, should use basic colours. There shouldn't be any complex images. You should be able to see it from a distance, and I'd be able to identify it. And he's and he, he said it should be easy to draw, easy to remember. And he listed all of these off, and then he went, "The Chicago flag is the best thing ever." And then he basically just like. Lost his stuff about the Chicago flag for a little bit. So the reason why the sh- Chicago flag is really good. Because what it represents is basically... I've got it here. The city. So this is like the rivers that go through the city. And the stars represent four major events within the city's history. That sort of helped create the city that you know. So my idea for the show is a month-long festival celebrating chicago and the festival is based around um four weekends and the saturday is a collection of small art art events small theatrical performances and they all have the theme of what each of the points of the stars represent. So the first weekend is going to be about the first star, which is the first star is the Great uh, Chicago Fire of 1871. So that, so a recreation of that, a, theat- a massive theatrical performance of that event is going to be on the Sunday. But on the Saturday, there's going to be smaller events about the themes of the star and each point of the star represents a different theme so for the first star we've got health 
we've got labour, we've got finance. They all represent a different thing and we're going to have some smaller shows that have that theme. And then on the Sunday we have the bigger show, that is that event. And the role in the, and the big event is in the style of um, a National Theatre Wales pr production of The Passion. Anyone? I was about to say, is this by any chance representative of uh, or inspired by Michael Sheen's production of The Passion? Michael Sheen's, yes, yes. So in 2011, Michael Sheen, well, it weren't Michael Sheen on his own. Michael Sheen basically played Jesus in a National Theatre Wales production that was of, of The Passion. And it was set in Port Talbot. The whole, the whole town was this um production and they had like a map of the town and they had like this scene's going to be at this time this scene's going to be at this time and the characters would move to like each part of the town and do their thing and it all led up to michael sheen carrying the cross through the town to end the show so that's what my show is gonna it's gonna be in that style each of the sunday performances are gonna be in the city not not in a theatre. It's gonna be in the city itself. Hope hopefully where that event actually happened, and that's that. And it's gonna happen four times. So we're gonna have the same style, the same smaller shows, big show for each star. And the reason why I'm wearing this okay. t-shirt is because look, it's the because every because everyone from Chicago loves the flag. So this is a wrestler from Chicago, and he made this. He's like his image. Anyone? CM Punk. <laughs> Think I've heard of him. He's pretty famous. He's pretty wow. famous. So that that's my thing. So it's 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 pretty big. I hope I've explained it well. I'm not too sure. It's quite warm in here, so I don't know what. I don't just blacked out. It's Chicago, basically. It's a big, big festival of Chicago on a weekend. I like Done. it. So, I like it. Questions, throw them at me. So, um, I I like the idea overall. Um, mostly because, let's face it, we've both gone for an idea of, hey, what if it was lots of mini plays about the flag? Yeah. Um, but there's yeah. so much um, in the flag. The, the flag represents so hmm. much where you could yeah. do loads of mini plays. About yeah. the so, star and the star points and the rivers. I'm assuming within your um, production of this that would I be right in saying it's site specific? Um, as well, the Sunday performances hopefully are, would be very site specific. So, um, what's the other ones? Uh, so, how big were you thinking for the cast? Massive. We're talking about like anyone who wants to get involved. We're talking like I'm. I'm talking like Edinburgh, Edinburgh, like Brighton Fringe Festival, Edinburgh Fringe Festival volunteers. Whoever wants to get involved, they can get involved. We are. We are talking makes love and information look like a chamber piece. Yeah. Well, it depends on how you do love and information, isn't it? Fair point. Yeah. But I mean, like that. So, so you'd have it open to response to a brief, right? Would yes. it, would it be curated at all, well, I, or would it be an open you're going, festival? You you you're going very you, the the Saturday ones would be very much 
this is what we're doing, who wants to get involved, who has any ideas. The bigger the bigger Sunday ones, the ones where it's in the style of the National Theatre one, would be very professional, would be whoever's like an arts council sort yeah. of thing. Yes. But there's a lot of talent that comes out of Chicago. A lot of improv talent comes out of Chicago. You could do a lot of comedy stuff there. See, John, use use an improv to get get you on board. Yeah, I I noticed. Shout out to Second City. Yeah. (laughs) It's a very very creative city anyway. Okay, so it's it's quite an open brief. I quite like that. Joe, have you got any other questions before we move on? Um... My only question is, Sean, did you know that um, happening... It, this is round about the time of Peaky Blinders. Did you know that here in the steel city of Sheffield, we were previously known as Little Chicago because of the uh, gang violence of Sheffield being kind of tantamount to the gang violence of Al Capone and his ilk? And also because, as we all know, Sheffield is the second city. Brilliant. <laughs> You believe this guy. You believe this guy. Uh, okay. Well, after that, um, I'm really glad you're losing Doctor on... Who. Fucking <laughs> Liverpool. Um. Okay. Right, Jeb, so what's your I've idea? Got a pitch. Oh, have you? Right. Okay. My idea. I've actually. I've. I have written it up i've highlighted it i have properly gone into pitch mode so the name of the show is vexillology which i'll have to learn before we actually properly pitch this and before we put it on um but i got very interested as you guys did in the idea of this creation of a flag and how that flag represents a community so the elevator pitch uh for vexillology is five people of varying demo- uh, uh, demographics form a committee to design a new community flag aided by the suggestions of the audience. It's a well-written, witty and smart character-driven play. Think 12 Angry Men as written by David Mamet with the energy of Jesus Hopped the A-Train. So very energetic, very witty, funny, but also can be hard-hitting. And what it's doing is it's exploring these characters through this idea of community, but trying to get the audience to think of the community that they are coming from um, before. So it's touring to various different locations around the world. This play adapts in its writing uh, to each area. Upon booking tickets, the audience are asked a few questions on the symbols, values, memories, history of the area that they're booking to see the show in, presumably their community. These responses will inform the adaptations to the story of the five people expressing their views, priorities and experiences in relation to the community, because most communities will come under this idea of having there's a historical event that's happened to them there are various different values and it's talking about you've got five very different demographics uh so the non-white the 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 female the young person all of these different people expressing and debating what should really go in this flag but the audience will start to recognize as individuals oh that's my suggestion I, i i did that and as the show progresses 
they design the flag of this community. So each iteration of this show in each different place will manifest a different flag for that community. Um, it's witty, it's fast, and it encourages everyone to think about the value of community and what that community stands for for them, as well as for others, whilst creating that community's flag. So it's touring, and I want it to tour to venues that aren't big and elite. I want it to tour to venues that are community spaces and places that really will bring this idea of debate and bring this idea of being a committee of people. Um, the style is very naturalistic, but it's with fast, witty dialogue, just like you get with David Mamet plays, just like you get with Arthur Miller, just like you get with, um, you know, Jesus Hop the A-Train. All great examples of entertaining through, despite a fourth wall. Um, the cast is five, one of which will have to be able to draw and or use graphic design software, uh, because the stage and the set, it's a large projection, um, of the flag design setup. So the back wall is a very large projection so that you can see the hand drawing it or you can see the graphic design coming together to create this flag. Um, but then it's, it's also minimalist with a large wooden desk and a few chairs around them. It can be in thrust or end on staging depending on the space. Um, and then I thought, you know, you can partner with local government and community bodies to give the performance a legacy within the community and you can also merchandise the flags um, and the flags also provide a really interesting and fun marketing opportunity uh, but the one problem I did think was that the writer would have to continually be needed on the tour which is not a usual thing that you'd have with a tour of a production uh, so any questions well my first question is um while it's a good pitch, I'm struggling to work out where you got your inspiration from this article for it. So I took a lot of everything that's in the article. So I got really interested in this idea that they formed a committee to, um, they formed a committee to design this flag. And what they did is they opened up a, a, an open public competition for people to submit what they think should be included in the flag, as well as whole flag designs. So that's where the idea that the audience is submitting essentially to this committee, but we're seeing behind the doors of the committee conversations. And they had on this committee, they had a businessman, they had a designer, they had an artist, they had various different people that seemed to suggest they had quite a broad demographic to design this thing. And so it's kind of pulling on the idea of the decision-making that goes into this, because I very much see the a scene where there's a hot debate of the fifth star, essentially, of whatever that may be that, that, that juxtaposes from the audience's suggestions and how two characters go head-to-head -to, -head to debate that. But it's this, it, it, so, so, so the whole pitch has is, is been inspired by all of the different elements that went from commissioning this flag through design as well as uh, open forum public competition to the decision making that still goes ahead and to the idea that it is representative of the community and hopefully becomes something that these flags can find a position within the communities and be something to be proud of. Fair enough. 
And uh, my second question, it's not so much a question, actually. It's just thought you'd like to know, because you mentioned David Mamet. I want to throw out here um, just one of the uh, greatest pieces of near-nonsensical but still perfect dialogue that Mamet came up with, which was the line, My motherfucker's so cool, when he goes to bed, sheep count him. <laughs> Guy actually I mean, sat down you- and wrote that one day. Usually, I would say someone like Aaron Sorkin, uh, but D- David Mamet is, by a lot of regard, the theatrical version of Aaron Sorkin. So I stopped myself from well, going with television. Well, you know, you could have gone with Aaron Gilmore Sorkin. Girls. A few good men started as a stage play. True, and I could, but but I, I opening Aaron Sorkin's door meant that I was going to start talking about Gilmore Girls, and I don't think that Amy Sherman Palladino. <laughs> Has actually done theater shows. If she has, well done. She's better than I thought it was. Oh my god! But you know, Gilmore Girls as a like as a musical like theater show. I know. Oh, I'd be all over that. I was just thinking. <laughs> let's be honest here. If you haven't been thinking to yourself, "Marvelous Mrs. Maisel on stage," you're wrong. Exactly. Um, so I Sean, have, have you I, got I, any I questions? I have comments. I have comments. <laughs> um. I really, really like. As soon as you said twelve angry men, but they're making a flag, I was like, yes, yes, I'll have that. Yeah. Because it's twelve flaggery men. Because it's it's such a it's such a interesting thing, because if you think if you think of like who who designed our flag, like who designed the the like the. Um, the Union Jack, yeah. I, I, I couldn't know. And like, if you think of like, think of something as simple as like, you know, like the road signs. That yeah. was one woman. That was one yeah, woman. Was. She just decided that tourist things were going to be brown and we were going to have the motorway stuff that was going to be blue. She just decided that and then she'd done it all. Now imagine trying to get 12 different people in a room to decide that like, it's gonna. It's our flag is gonna be. It's gonna be red with white because we're England. And someone would be like, "Yeah, but I like blue." And then another person could be like, "Oh yeah, but like British, like British race racing. That's green. So we're gonna have yeah. green in that flag. And look at all of the the green in in the grass. We should have green. It'd be a nightmare. It'd be an absolute yeah. nightmare." So and I then was, the, I was pre- think- the pressure as well. I was thinking, um, your your idea of going round communities. I think, I think I'd strip that back because I because I think okay. you know where you know where it'd be really good, where it'd be really yeah. suited. Um, you know, because I go work in Coventry, and at the minute Coventry are doing um, they won like uh, City of Culture C- for twenty twenty one. Now, I, I thought when you said that, I thought that straight away, like, oh, that, because they're doing, like, loads of art festivals, trying to get people involved. I thought mm. that'd be such a cool, a cool uh, play, like, a show for, like, that sort of, like, festival, for that yeah. sort of thing, um, to sort of, like, yeah. say, this is, this is the city and this is the people that all represent the city and having them I all like come together that. to create something. I Plus, like it'd be that. a lot better than the actual 2021 logo because it's really bad. <laughs> like, really bad. I really like that. I like the idea that maybe it's it's a show that instead of on a touring schedule to rewrite a show, I was th- sitting there thinking, 
I'm a writer and I don't want that gig. Um, but doing it yearly for each new city of culture would be really, really fun and interesting to do. Um, also, on that yeah. note, I um, looked up just for the sake of the podcast because, you know, people watch this for the fun facts. Um, it's not actually fully known who formally designed the Union Jack. But the idea is actually credited to King James I or James VI of Scotland. Because when oh. he formed the union of the kingdom, he wanted to give a flag that represented the um, flag of Scotland and the George's Cross laid upon another. Yeah. I knew that they were the, the Scottish flag and the, and, and, the, and the George flag put together, but I didn't know its origin. Um, and I don't know who, who created the the Scottish and or British and or Welsh flags. Heck, I do not have time to research all of them. <laughs> okay, so those are the three pitches. Also, we have got... also can we just go back? Oh. We're talking about flags, right? Yeah. The Welsh flag did not would not do very well in this TED talk. When it was like simple, easy to draw, you can see it from a distance. The Welsh flag would not do well. Because what you mean, kind of green the... to represent? No, it's like green draw... for the grass, then a dragon, dragon, then a background. Could isn't you draw it? the actual dragon? Would you even no. know which which way the dragon's facing? Right. That's it. But you know, you know how many stars are on the Chicago flag? Yeah. Oh, I did forget to establish that my show, purely because I like to invite critics to really be baited, will be called Five Stars. Or the five-star <laughs> show. I like it. Okay, so... We're finally we involved got... in a five-star show, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't have to add them up. We didn't even have to do it. We just had to pitch it. Um, okay, so we have come to the end... Well, not the end of the show, but the part of the show where we take all three ideas and we smush them. So Joe's five stars... Um, which is a series of short pieces behind each of the reasons to create a fifth star in the Chicago um, Chicago flag and the audience decide which is best. Then you've got Sean's pitch where it is a festival, a month-long festival, um, that our Saturdays feature small arts and theatre events and the Sundays are big massive theatrical events all around... Chicago, uh, in the style of The Passion by, um, oh, my, it's uh, not, it's my... not in the style of The Passion, but it's as, it's, it's as big, it's as big, it's as big as that, it's as that big. production. It, Got it. It's taking inspiration from that production's ambition. Yeah. Yeah. And then you've got my vexiology, uh, which is 12 Angry Men meets flag design. So, how are we going to smush these together? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Can I just make the, as it's the first episode of the season as well, can I just make the why can't we all get along argument that as Sean's pitched a festival of events, can't we just do all of us? <laughs> I, I literally <laughs> could just like, <laughs> I've got a Saturday free, guys. Yeah, it, <laughs> yeah, there's nothing happening on the Saturday. <laughs> We I mean, the obvious, then. I mean, the obvious one is that Joe's shows could fit quite perfectly in the month after my show. Because <laughs> mine's, mine's about what the flag is 
and Joe's is about what the flag could be. Yeah. yeah. And I think and I, I, so I, th- I think those would go well together. And this, and we've sort of went with the same idea that they're smaller stuff, and then like a bigger, then like a bigger, bigger thing. So you, you could be all about create like what is that fifth one? And I think Gemma, your one, your show, if you did it about yeah. Chicago, would fit really well into Joe's yeah. week. The only problem with your one is everyone involved in that show would just go, well, we've got that flag and it's pretty great. Have you not seen the TED talk? So, Well, yeah. I think fundamentally... I mean, I think, I think you, could, you, could, you could widen the brief um, at, to flags in general, but then my show could be adapted to the idea of maybe it's... Um, maybe my show fits within your festival by adapting it to being like okay we've got this flag but it needs updating and well let's design one for either suburbs or let's try and design a new one and hopefully we don't have an amazing audience who give so many suggestions that we create a better flag than the chicago flag and Mm. derail the whole festival well first off how could they um but also because it's great (laughs) i think the thing is that when you break it down into it, the flag of Chicago is stars and stripes, which kind of makes it in its own way almost an emblematic of how Chicago itself is kind of America. It is... America. Yeah, it's, you know, I know it's not exactly Heartland, but the thing is, I think what we've all hit on here is um, a unity and the idea being about the history of the place. But where Sean's is very much about the history of what makes up what the flag is. Mine was about what it could be. And yours is very much, Gem, I think about a kind of personal flag of like how the flag represents the audience. So I was thinking, in that there is meaning behind all the points of the flag, could we not make yours into people designing it based on how how they interpret the flag of Chicago to be about them? Like deciding you know, kind of, what are the four important events in their Chicago? This guy. Oh, I like this that. This guy just drops the bomb. I like that. Oh. This guy. You know, sometimes I just whiff it, sometimes I hit it out of the park, like the me. Chicago Cubs. The improvising is play- paying off. The, the quick brain is figuring it out. Um, Joe, that's yeah. brilliant. That's brilliant. Yeah, I I have, you know, been called the Michael Jordan of the Chicago Flag podcast. Um. <laughs> okay, so whilst that's fresh in everybody's minds because it's so mind-blowing which, that I don't think which I Which am I in that metaphor? <laughs> Rodman. Of course I am. <laughs> okay, I, 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 I just wanted to be Space Jam so that I can... <laughs> I can, I can finally be part of Bugs Bunny's life. Gemma's yeah. there. Gemma's there like basketball, basketball, definitely basketball. I need a basketball reference. Yeah, this is, this is also <laughs> a good heads up to you. If you haven't watched The Last Dance on Netflix yet, yeah, you uh, should. remedy that. It's great. Okay. Well, um, so I think that's the end of the show. I think we just smushed it. That was one of the easiest smushes that we've done. Yeah. yeah well, I mean, yeah, it was when me and Joe basically... Pitch the same show, but with different yeah. timings. 
Yeah. It it's just how do we fit Jem's idea into this? Oh, it works in anyway. Cool. Yeah. In the middle. Yeah. Jem's is so a big metaphor done... for your two shows. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> we've um, smo- we've sm- we've smushed it into a nice smushy theatrical sandwich. Yeah, Jem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's move on from that. <laughs> right. Okay. So we're not you that... know you know you know what this weird bit is because we're not used to finishing so early on that's what we don't we're like we're, what we're like oh Under an hour. this is the point where we're arguing yeah, yeah i was about to say we've missed all the, the arguing what do we oh. do now what we do right. is we just close the show so that was the we chicago flag um what's next what's the next what's next as in well, what's joe, next episode joe's gonna while well, joe's gonna go and find the next one for next week i'm gonna do the the end bit where i tell everyone so don't forget to like, share and subscribe. If you like this podcast, you can find all the ones from last season and all of our future ones on YouTube. Um, at One Foot in the Door, of course, just search that. We're on all of the podcast stuff now. Like I, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Google Podcasts, we're on Spotify. I've done all that. I literally, this is what I've been doing in the break, pressing all the right buttons so we're everywhere. Um yeah and if you want to keep up to date so we're we're on instagram we're on facebook we're on twitter so just search ofitd literally it's that simple it's five letters really simple um and if you want to you know see see more of me more of my face joe's face gem's face you can follow me on instagram and twitter at still b you can follow gem on instagram and twitter at All right, I'll do it for you, Gem, um, at OFITD um, underscore Gem. And if you want to follow Joe... OFITD underscore Gem. Whose internet issue was that? (laughs) (laughs) I I think that was my internet issue. Yeah, that that was definitely Gem's because it was like an hour behind for me on Gem's response. Um, and if you want to follow Joe <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter, you can follow Joe at not Joe Ronchka. That's N O T J O E R A C Z K A. And if you haven't had enough of my dulcet tones here, you can also find me on the Boat Club Improv Podcast and Cannon Fodder with Joe and Joe that also occasionally has Sean on it. Yes. By every occasionally, <laughs> I mean every episode. episode. Yeah, he's our guest until we find another one, but we're not looking. <laughs> I'm, I'm really glad you added that last bit there. <laughs> right, Joe. So uh, we're so out of practice. We'll be, we'll be, we'll. By the time we get to episode five, this bit will be just as average as yeah. it was last season. Right, Joe. What is next week's ep- episode on? So we all enjoyed how this week was about something we all understood: flags. <laughs> next week's episode is. The Nelson Allen Estimator. What's the Nelson Allen Estimator, I hear you asking? It's a non-parametric estimator of the cumulative hazard rate function in the case of censored data or incomplete data. Essentially, it's it's a mathematical theory for working out the possibility of survival. I have a drama degree. (laughs) So... Watch three people, one of whom, not to brag, has a B at GCSE Maths, work out how this works.
Alright. Well, thank you everyone. We gotta go get a new degree. <laughs> well, thank you everybody for listening. Um, and see you in the next one. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.